This is Access Podcast, episode 147 with Anna and Erin, encouraging you to fight for your mind, your body, and your soul. Welcome back this week. We're really excited to have you. We have some cooler weather here in Oklahoma. I don't know what it's doing around your neck of the woods, but it's a big change. And uh, so you kind of have to adjust a little bit. You're outdoor walking. You've got to bundle up a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, It was so funny. Last year, we did the walking challenge in February, and that's when we completely bundled up in like ice. (laughs) and walked and so you know when it's like 40 degrees outside I'm thinking this is fine I can do this I can walk in this because we've we've walked in you know teen degrees with ice you know I can definitely do this so I hope you're getting your movement in I hope you're getting your time with God however that might look like and that's what we're doing here just to keep fighting because things sure do come up Um, family things and home things and all the things come up in our lives just as they probably do in yours and sometimes it's like what the heck I don't want to deal with this I just want to get through this get over with I don't want to think that this has something for my good well I'm I'm tired of things for my good right I just want to move on in life and just have that chill life but that doesn't really happen so we just come on here to remind you that we too have many circumstances that we have to fight for And we don't always do it perfect, but we sure try to learn what God has for us in those moments. And it can be really, really tough. So we like to encourage you to just keep fighting as well. And, you know, we say often that our axis is getting that movement in, having that time with God. And that's kind of our our thing that we can rely on when things do get crazy. At least there's something secure in our lives because things often aren't very secure, nor do they seem secure. So, you know, it's an ebb and flow. It changes uh, with seasons, but somewhere in there, we do try to fit in movement and time with God. And it can kind of look different in every season, but what's been going on with you in that area, Anna? Yeah, I was laughing while Erin was talking about that we did the walking challenge last year in February and I had given myself the challenge to to do my walk outside I I don't know why um and it was rainy or it was like icy and snowy and so I was just like I can't I have to do it and so I bundled up in this like suit like snowsuit and boots and I'll never do that again because I texted Erin the next day and I was like I am so exhausted like my adrenals were shot I had like the shaky leg syndrome and I think I just pushed too hard in that cold weather and so I'm just gonna say get your steps in no matter where you are I don't have to be outside I can do it inside and you can also do it inside as well walking around your house is such a great thing to do um, it changes the it changes the environment of your house. You see your house differently. Um, you see things that you might not notice when you're walking around your house, like the cobwebs or the little things that you never clean. And I just think that's such a cool thing to be able to do is just to say, I don't have to have a treadmill. I don't have to go outside if it's cold. I can actually make my house a track. And so I'm going to stick with that goal (laughs) and not make myself uh, go outside for my walk. But that just made me laugh because that was miserable. Mm -hmm. And why did I do that to myself? I was like trying to prove to myself Mm -hmm. that I had to do something or I don't know. But yes, I think just getting my steps in 
and um, trying also getting my husband to get his steps in and um, just how fun it is at night when we're just like, oh, where are you? Okay, let's go for a walk around the house, you know, and it's just getting people involved and they're, they think you're weird at first and then they're like, oh, I kind of want to do that too. It's just a fun challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we're walking and we're also lifting weights and it's just such a good season to do that in with winter coming up and putting on a little extra muscle um, to keep us warm and strong for the winter months. So really enjoying what I'm doing right now. Yep. Same lifting and walking. Those are my two favorites and I just don't get tired of them. I do some of the same moves over and over and over and over and I don't get tired of it because there's, you know, ways you can make it challenging by adding weights or adding reps or adding like a balance factor or some kind of pause in one place. Um, But man, I just, you know, I keep doing my squats and my hip thrusters and my uh, pull-ups mm-hmm. and military press yes. lunges and uh, really just a few other little things but yeah. those are the those are my go-tos I think uh, one way to keep it like interesting is to have different goals within those things because mm-hmm. right now I have a goal to get 10 pull-ups by the end of the year I call it 10 by the end mm-hmm. and well, I hope I'm gonna make it I need to really I need to step up my game here, but um, I'm at like five. I can do five right now. And so if I can really work and try to get more by the end of the year, if I don't hit 10, at least I can get really close. Um, But that's something that you can have as like number goals. Like what if I could squat 200 pounds? I mean, like that would be cool. Uh, What if I could hip thrust 300, you know, just different things that you can give yourself like a goal. So those actual, those moves that you're doing over and over again, they don't get boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I'm just doing my mom's study and listening to some great podcasts and books and really, uh, nothing, you know, spectacular to share on that, but Mm -hmm. just, just loving the things, the nuggets that I, I set an intention to learn every day, and uh, when you do that, it sure pays off. It adds up little bit by little bit by little bit. You don't have to learn the whole Bible in a day. But man, when you add up 365 plus 365 plus 365 and keep going, Mm -hmm. it's amazing what you can add up and not just learn to have knowledge, but just to get to know just the Father better by by looking at His words and and meditating on the scriptures and just praying through what you've read that day. Yeah. No, I I think that's so good. Something I read, and I I think also from doing our book, Hearing from God, it really hit me. This phrase keeps going through my head is that like the Holy Spirit and, and knowing God and hearing from God is not a power to wield. It's not something you do so that you can say, oh, I hear from God. It's a person to know, you know, and it's, 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 he's a person that we want to know. And, you know, if we approach him like, oh, I want to have this magical power from hearing from God, that's not the right approach for it's, it's about wanting to know him and in the knowing him, that's how you hear from him. And so that's really just been playing in my head a lot is just, it's not a power to yield, to, to weld. It's a person to know. And he is so good because he wants to be known. And the things, you know, things just keep happening to me um, that are just like kind of frustrating. But it's, it's in 
my maturing, like the Lord is maturing me. And I think sometimes when things happen to us, we can ask God, why God, why? And instead we could turn it around and, and say, God, what are you teaching me through this so that you can mature me even farther so that you can use me even more? Because I, I sense the Holy Spirit speaking to me, I can't use you in your current state of immaturity. And so it's like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to allow these things to happen because of my, like things are happening because of my insecure, my immaturity, um, with just life, <laughs> living life, taking care of life. Um, and, and things happen like consequences, natural consequences that happen when you don't ca- take care of things. And the Lord, and I could, you know, complain and say, Lord, what, why, why is this happening? Instead of saying, okay, this is me. This is me needing to learn. And Lord, thank you. And and really, like we said last week, counting it joy, right? When you go through trials, because you know that the Lord is using those things to bring about your maturity. And so, yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're showing me areas of my life that need more maturity and need um, just more attention so that you can use me in an even greater way in the future. And so, you know, for you, you can also ask yourself that and apply that to your circumstance. Instead of asking why, ask the Lord what he wants to teach you so that he can mature you and continue to use you. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So we will continue the third portion of the book, Hearing from God, next week. But we wanted to take this week to do an interview. And this one was really fun. It's someone that I really love and have gotten to know more recently um, in my community. And the cool thing is that um, I have gotten to know lots in the community. And I didn't know that she was a personal trainer as Mm -hmm. well and had such a passion for people to live differently the way that Anna and I do um, as far as your mind, body, and spirit being all connected. And, you know, you really know when the Holy Spirit is working when he is laying on the hearts of those who pursue him a lot of the same things. And um, a lot of the meetings I've been going to recently and church gatherings have been centered around that wholeness of health as far as the choices you make and the health your body has and the, the things you can do to control that contribute greatly to the type of follower of Christ you can be. And that's been a passion of mine for years. And I have not found a community of believers that had their head wrapped around that, but I have now found that. And it's so refreshing because I kind of am like, oh, yay, I'm not weird. I'm not the weird one. (laughs) Right. Because, you know, fitness can take such a negative connotation in the fact that it can be so centered on what you look like Mm -hmm. and that people will say that's so obsessive. You just shouldn't do that. And I've always known that there's so much more in it if people would apply themselves and apply their heart, uh, apply their their relationship with God in it rather than just saying, oh, I, I don't have the right attitude when I do it, so I just am not going to be fit because I, I get the wrong mindset. 
And, and the beauty of it is when you push through that and you get to that maturity of being able to do it for the right reasons mm-hmm. and with God leading you, it really does affect the type of child of God you are because you have more energy, mm-hmm. you have more passion, you are more well and able to to do your ministry. And so Tara Rodriguez is... Um, coming on soon and she has the same passion as well and she has just a beautiful heart uh, her voice is just amazing she sings at church mm-hmm. and um, just allows the lord to lead in um, just spon- spontaneous worship at times and it's it's just so beautiful and so when you listen to her words just know that um, she has really put herself before the Lord and allowed him to work on her. And then she takes that passion to people who sometimes they just, all they want to do is, oh, lose a little bit of weight. Mm -hmm. But then she's able to bring even more to them in that journey. And um, she's just such a beautiful person. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear from Tara Rodriguez. Okay, welcome to our show, Tara Rodriguez. And Tara serves her community by using the platform of fitness and nutrition. She says that she gets to change lives, which is not only a privilege, but incredibly fulfilling and rewarding. She says body, mind, and spirit together for health and well-being is so important for preventative health and fighting infections, viruses, and other health issues as we age. And I'm so excited to have Tara on because you guys know that Anna and I are all about mind, body, and spirit Um, So I think that we have a lot that we can talk about today. So Tara, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're really excited to have you. Um, Why don't you just kind of introduce yourself and tell us uh, just the basics of your life and what you do on a daily basis? Yeah, sure. So um, I live in Yukon, Oklahoma. I have five kiddos. Uh, Two are grown now, but I'm still homeschooling the three younger ones. I've been married for 21 years. And I love Jesus, and I just love um, the fact that I'm blessed enough to get to stay home and teach my kids. And then also, um, you know, I'm a certified um, nutritionist and health coach, uh, certified personal trainer. So I love using the platform of fitness to, like you said, reach my community and just build relationship and help people live their best life. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. And what do you, how do you fit in your movement? I know you train other people, but as a busy mom, homeschooling mom, how do you fit in your movement and time with God on a daily basis? Is that something you kind of have a set routine or is it different every day? What does that look like for you? That's a really good question. And in fact, um, a girl was just asking me in this, in my camp uh, last night, the exact same question. I get asked it often. Uh, because I've been called super mom from time to time. I don't know that I feel like a super mom every day. Uh, I do dabble into a lot of different things. And so I think people get intrigued, like, how do you do your life and do this and do that? Um, So I used to struggle with perfectionism. I'll just tell you that off the bat, Um, trying to get everything just right and having a very set, um, set routine for myself every day. And of course, I don't know about you. There's nothing wrong with routines. They're great sometimes, but when things don't go as planned, we can get really frustrated. So I had to really work through that with the Lord and just um, find a lot of freedom. When I became spirit-filled Christian, um, I learned this new freedom of not being perfect. 
and just doing what I can each day um, to make progress in all the areas that are important with my fitness and time with time with the Lord, but just let it be a little bit more organic. So I wish I had a better, you know, strategical answer for you there, but um, I do work out in some of my classes when I'm instructing. And then really um, what I'm learning actually in my current study, because I have to do a lot of continuing education to stay certified, uh, is just learning that a lot of our calories are burned through anaerobic movement um, and just your, uh, you know, day to day, walking from here to there, cleaning the house. And so um, every season's different. I have, uh, I might be swimming in the summer. I might be taking long walks with the kids in the fall, but just trying to find something every day to get moving, um, whether my devotions alone or with the kids or with my husband, it's kind of eclectic. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that you can, you know, sometimes you kind of have to start in some of the routines uh, to really get a habit. But once it's just part of your life, it really does just become easy and it just fits into your normal life rather than really having to set aside time and, and check the box on those things. Right. I totally agree. Totally agree. And again, I, you know, I, I know different people uh, have those routines. Uh, I used to be a morning only Bible studies done before anything else. And that worked well for a while. But, uh, you know, when I would try to mentor other people and they're like, yeah, but I'm a mom with a new baby that doesn't really work for my schedule. Again, just parting part of finding my freedom in that and helping others is to just say, uh, you're right. It's okay to start with some kind of routine. And then when it becomes normal, uh, the verse that comes to mind is pray without ceasing, you know, talking to God all throughout the day. Um, and if you do have a quiet time to sneak away and just kind of be alone with the Lord, that's great too. But if not, uh, just blending that in with everything else all day long is great too. Yeah, that's really beautiful. So what led you to want to get certified to help people? And were you always healthy growing up? Uh, what was it like growing up and what what led you into this type of lifestyle? Yeah, so um, growing up, I was never a sporty person per se, but I always loved fitness. I always loved just moving, being outside. That's my favorite way to exercise is being outdoors. Um, and so um, I think I was fairly healthy as a kid. You know, we had home cooked meals. You know, I was home with mom. I was homeschooled. So I was uh, really blessed uh, with that. Um, I don't know when I became an adult, I just, I loved fitness so much that I said, man, this is something I'm good at. I enjoy it. And of course we all know if you can have a job that you actually enjoy, uh, then it makes it not feel so much like a job. It's something that you just love and look forward to. So, um, just through different seasons, you know, I've had, I have, like I said, I have five kids, so I was teaching for a while and then I had to take a break when I had really little ones. Now that they're getting more independent, I'm able to kind of dive back into that and really uh, give it more focus. And the Lord's really showed me just really in the past five years of how he can use uh, this gift that he's given me. Cause I, I realize now um, the longer I walk with the Lord, that these gifts he's given me are not just for myself. Um, they're for other people. So definitely want to use my gifts to equip the body, disciple people, just, just minister in my, especially in my neighborhood. Um, and so, yeah, I just decided to become certified. I've taught in gyms, I've taught out of gyms, and really in the past year or so, um, moving through everything that's been going on in our country, um, seeing that as an opportunity to just do something different. So I started my own business, and I'm actually really enjoying working for myself and uh, just building relationships with people, um, earning their trust um, as they, because that, that's just huge, you know, that people would trust me with 
coaching them at their health and fitness. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about how I got started and I'm, I'm still doing it. So just what, you know, one, one chapter at a time, you know, wherever God takes me and whatever he tells me to do next. So, yeah, I love that. So, you know, I've been in the fitness world for a long time and, um, it was interesting as I became deeper in my Christian walk to see how God could use fitness and, um, eating properly to help my walk. Um, there's also a lot of people that wonder, um, how being a Christian ties into being fit and, and eating healthy. Um, can you just share a little bit your philosophy on, um, why you think it's important as a Christian to, to be fit and healthy and how that helps us in our walk with God? Yeah, sure. That's an excellent question. And, uh, you know, I can't say that I always thought they went hand in hand, but again, we're all growing and learning. And I've really I just become more aware that, you know, unless we are well um, and healthy, um, I just don't know how we're going to be as effective in the kingdom. I know that might come across a little harsh, but I can explain, um, you know, everything that we do takes, you know, physical strength, mental strength, emotional strength. And so, um, being healthy is so important as a Christian because God's given us all, you know, a specific mission while we're on earth. And in order to accomplish that, uh, it's not that it can't be accomplished if you struggle in health. Um, but I do think that health plays a huge role because how we feel every day, especially as women, we have a lot of emotions. So if we're getting good sleep, if we're eating good foods, if we're able to have an outlet of um, getting some of our physical energy out, things like that, then that's definitely helpful. We want to be you know, honor God with our bodies and just be, be as healthy as he would like us to be. Uh, there can be a point where, um, it can be an obsession. It can be too much where, um, we're struggling, we're striving for perfection in fitness or in the way our bodies look. And so, um, you know, on a, if you think of a spectrum, you know, you can go too far with it. Um, I know that there's a scripture and I, I can't quote it verbatim, uh, but that talks about, uh, you know, physical, physical fitness is important, but we want to strive for those things that are eternal and lasting. But again, while we're here uh, to be able to do the things that God's called us to do, it's, it's so important that we are physically able because it's a limitation. What the limitation that could come is that we are not well in body, that we're always sick or we're always struggling with different viruses or, or our weight, or we're feeling, um, you know, that can lead to depression or sleep deprivation and things that will limit our ability to do our purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very important. Yeah, I yeah. like that. That's good. And Aaron and I have both been on on both ends of the spectrum of, you know, just obsessing about it and then not caring and then finding that really healthy balance as we are um, just in tune with the spirit. And I, I have a couple of questions and I hope it's not putting you too much on the spot, but I would love to know just as you've worked with clients, are there any stories that you can share with us without sharing anyone's you know, name or anything, but of really when it comes to our health and our fitness and especially our nutrition, what I have found is so much of that is a heart issue. And has there been an instance in working with clients where you have had to walk through the heart change to help them understand how important nutrition is, um, 
because I've walked through it and it is a major heart and identity change. It's not just, oh, change your diet. (laughs) It's like a complete um, rewriting of basically who you are, who you are in Christ. So can you share any stories with us about that and, and the heart area when it comes to nutrition and fitness? Yeah. Oh gosh. There's, there's so many, I'm trying to think of what the best one would be, but, um, I mean, even currently right now in my camp, I, you know, work with ladies, uh, mostly ladies, there's some, some guys too, but, um, probably before I I dive into that, I want to say something um, that will be relative to what I'm about to say is that relationship is so important. And in order to try to tear down those walls with clients where it can be more than just fitness and you can really get into their, into their inner circle. Um, you have to spend some time earning their trust. And so that's where the life coaching end comes in um, because I can have all the training knowledge that I want to, all the book knowledge on how to train people physically. Um, but I really, I just personally try to spend a lot of time cultivating and growing the relationship and building the trust Um, and oftentimes I don't have to try very hard. Um, when I find that I'm vulnerable first and I share my testimony, uh, and I pray with people and there's these walls that come down, you know, these invisible walls that they have in their heart. And, um, I've had many opportunities to sit with people and even, um, just coach them one-on-one that had nothing to do with fitness. It looked like sitting in front of them and talking about what's going on in their life. Um, you know, in their home. It's like, you don't know the people that come into my camp, you never know what's going on in their home and their marriages and in their heart. And so being able to build that relationship allows me to sit face to face with people. I've had, uh, women, you know, share things with me that, uh, after sharing, I don't really want to share specifics, but, uh, in case they ever, ever listen to this. And I know that they trust me is that they'll say, you know, I don't know why I'm telling you all of this, And the neat thing is, is I know why they're sharing it because the Holy Spirit's working in them um, Mm -hmm. as that trust is built to be able to be vulnerable. And then I'm able to help them on a whole nother level um, of dealing with those heart issues, those emotional issues that are holding them back. Because oftentimes um, I have a woman right now who struggles to even get to camp every time. There's always an excuse, right? And a lot of those are, they're real life issues. You know, your car will break down one day. (laughs) Or your kid is sick, you know, there's, there's real life issues that can stop you from getting there. Um, so making an effort to really reach out and build relationships so that they can trust you and let you in on those things. And I'm able to coach them. Um, I would say coach them higher to a whole nother level. Um, and so it's really, really neat. And I feel really blessed that God would even trust me to do that. So, yeah, it's almost like nutrition and body image and all of that is is really the gateway into much deeper issues that you or any coach that, you know, is spirit filled get to help people walk through. And I would say that anybody who's listening, um, you may be on this journey of health and fitness because you are unhappy with your body. But I, I really do think and can say from personal experience that that's not really the issue. (laughs) It's not really about losing weight. It's not really about being able to lift weights or exercise on a daily basis. It is a heart issue of something that is missing or something that you're searching for that you're trying to find it in all these different external things when in reality, what's missing is something internal. Have you seen that to be the case? 
Oh, totally. I totally agree. Um, and I think oftentimes people don't realize, like you said, you, you hit it right on the head is, you know, they don't realize that that's what they're searching for. But I do believe that there's a light in us and that God has put this light in us. And it's not something that you can see with your physical eyes. It's a drawing. It's a spiritual light. And so I think the ones that I'm able to go deeper with, um, the Lord, you know, I'm always praying for them. I'm praying with them. In fact, um, after every boot camp session, um, we sit around in a circle and I pray. Um, I haven't had anybody join me in prayer yet, but I often will have people share prayer requests. And so um, just letting them know who I really am and bringing God into everything. Um, it doesn't work for every person because depending on where they're at, you know, if they're not ready to receive that, um, then I just release that to the Lord and let him keep working on their heart. But I, I definitely agree with you that they are searching for something much, much deeper. And so um, when God, you know, creates those divine appointments or opportunities for me to be able to pour into them, um, like you said, with more than just fitness and use that as an avenue, it's amazing to see the progress. I mean, I've had every camp, there's been just an amazing story after amazing story of breakthrough, um, life change, you know, even from simple things. I had a lady in my spring camp. She got so excited. She almost, uh, you know, jumped up and down with joy. And she said, Tara, she said, this is the first time I've jumped in I don't know how many years. Um, cause her knees, you know, she just carried extra weight and she, there was a lot of pressure on her joints. And so little things like that are so rewarding because I, it's, it's, as they make progress, it tears those walls down. And I do believe that back to what I originally said, this light that's in us, they're attracted to this light that's in us. They don't know that that's what it is yet. Um, but it's really neat. <laughs> so going a little bit deeper, um, I was going to tell our listeners, I met Tara through um, a community that I've become involved in, a very spirit-filled community, and it is really transforming my life as far as um, just being in tune with the Holy Spirit, letting Him lead me, learning to listen to His voice. And I know that you are a spirit-filled Christian, and I would love to hear any or all of just kind of your journey of stepping into that more, because I know um, that is a, a journey kind of like me that you've you've uh, stepped into more recently. And I would love for you to share with our listeners how uh, God did that and, and what he did in your life through that. Yeah, um, well, my story is probably really similar to yours as far as um, just connecting with the right people. You know, it's very true when Proverbs tells us in the Bible that iron sharpens iron. So I've been really blessed. Um, God's taken us on this journey. A long story short would be, uh, you know, I've known the Lord my whole life. I was blessed to be raised in a Christian home, introduced to the Lord, you know, at a in my childhood. And so I've always believed. Um, I've always had faith. I've always talked to God. I've seen him answer prayers. Uh even as a child, you know, just instant healing. I've seen some really neat things. And I think like a lot of us, uh, our journey with Christ, um, I would describe it as a roller coaster sometimes because you have your highs, you have your lows. And um, through it all, though, in God's faithfulness and him taking us on this journey from uh, different church bodies, uh, you know, places where he would grow us and then move us um, to where we are currently um, in this spirit-filled um, I, I like to call it a family, um, God's family. It's just really his kingdom, which is all over this planet <laughs> in little pockets here and there. Um, but I've been so blessed to be a part of this community that that you're also a part of because 
um, the accountability, the discipleship, uh, the growth. It's something that uh, I don't want to uh, mislead anybody and say that it can't be done on your own. But what I found is in community, the growth is so much deeper than if you do it alone. Um, it just kind of naturally happens. There's nothing that I can pinpoint that I specifically did one day that just opened this new door. It's really just walking with Christ, the things that we know, right? Keeping our eyes on him and not on the things of the world. And, um, even through this past year, everything that's been going on, um, I've been asking the Lord, what, what are you teaching us in this? Or what are you teaching me? What is the blessing in this? Cause we can find all the things to complain about, you know, that aren't going right or that are taking longer because there's limited supply and there's new rules and there's new restrictions, but it's been such a blessing because I feel like slowing us down and making things not so readily available has um, caused me at least to remember that God is my provider and that I don't really care about the things that I thought I cared about so much, the temporal things. And so uh, I think just it's a it's a constant journey of never arriving, of course, until we're on the other side in heaven with with the Lord forever um, is just striving to be closer and closer to him. And as you do, naturally, these things just fall off. And there's so much room when you remove religion and when you remove trying to be perfect, when you remove all those things that don't matter so much. Um, and you really understand this is this has been the biggest thing for me the past year is just understanding who God really is and understanding who I am to him, like what my identity in Christ is. Um, I've just naturally fallen into um, this flow, this like natural dance with the Holy Spirit that I didn't have before. And so um, I do believe that there are some Christians who haven't yet been spirit filled. Maybe that's um, just a little bit deeper on their journey. And, and I pray that that they all can experience, you know, that we can all experience walking with the Holy Spirit because there's just a there's a sweet freedom in it. Um, I grew up in a very religious setting, uh, just trying to do everything right, trying to get it all right and be perfect. And that didn't work. And I was always frustrated and defeated. And, and now there's just so much freedom because, like I said, I know who he is and I know who I am to him, that I'm his beloved, that even when I mess up, even when I get things wrong, I can always go back to the father. And so it's just it's so amazing. It's, it's almost something that you can't explain. If, if mm -hmm. I, I tell my kids all the time, if you could explain the Lord fully, if you could explain the Holy spirit, you know, then he wouldn't be God, but his ways, his understanding and who he is, is just so much bigger than I can uh, do justice with words. Um, but I'm so thankful that he's had grace uh, to be patient with me as I'm a slow learner. And, um, just learning this dance, uh, it, it takes so much pressure off. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah, that's beautiful. I got chills because that it's just so similar to things that Anna and I say. And, um, you know, I, one, one indicator that the Holy Spirit is really working when he lays the same things on so many of our hearts. Yeah. And so, um, just the Holy Spirit in my soul resonated so much when you were saying that, um, and in describing it as a dance, that's that's a beautiful picture mm -hmm. that it, that truly is, because, you know, in a dance uh, partnership, uh, one has to react to the other. And that's how it is. And, and you just kind of go through the things uh, together like that. And and that is a beautiful thing. Exactly. So, right. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, I think, you know, 
at the Bible study that I'm a part of right now, we're, we're learning about the Holy Spirit and, and just diving a little bit deeper into that. And one of the biggest takeaways that we, or at least in the last season that I've been walking through is that, you know, it's not in your own strength that you do things. It's in the Holy Spirit's power and strength that you do things. And that can be really hard sometimes to find that balance of, oh, wait, I I think I'm doing this in my own strength. And then, and then leaning on the Holy Spirit again, and knowing that peace comes when you are leaning on him. And then also what I've noticed is that when I do mess up, like you were saying, um, it's that, what is my self-talk? Because if my self-talk is negative, that means that I was doing things in my own strength (laughs) and that I am trying to prove to myself or someone or God or whatever that I can do this. When in reality, if we would just rely on the Holy Spirit and we still, you know, misstep or mess up or make a mistake, we know who we are, like you said. And so we will not have that negative self-talk, which really just derails us even further in our fitness, in our nutrition, in our parenting, in whatever area that we're in. Um, I just think that's such a indicator of a spirit-filled Christian is how do you treat yourself? (laughs) Because if you have the indwelling spirit of God, you know that you're imperfect. And when those things happen, you know, do you berate yourself or do you fall into grace and just keep on going while leaning on him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I I agree with, um, you know, what Aaron said earlier about, you know, spirit recognizing spirit. I think that that's very true Mm -hmm. of our connection. You know, you just, it's a spiritual connection. You just recognize one another. And and I do, you know, when Jesus said, you know, my sheep hear my voice, they, they know my voice. Um, I do believe that we hear the same things uh, because he speaks to his children. So if we're hearing the same things, that gives me um, confidence. It gives me encouragement to know that that is the Lord uh, because a, a good mentor of mine, she always talks about the three voices in your head um, to kind of tag on to what you were saying you know, there's three voices. There's the voice of the Lord, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's your own voice. And then there's the voice of the enemy. And so you really have to take every thought captive, like the scriptures say, and ask yourself, where is this thought coming from? Is this of the Lord? Is it from myself or is it of the enemy? So that you can quickly filter those. And with practice over time, it comes faster where you can filter out what truth is. Right. Um, when you know the Holy Spirit, you know truth. So you're able to decipher those thoughts and then what comes out of your mouth after the thought. <laughs> right. So. right. Well, and not just with practice, but with knowing truth even more. It's like if you're in your word every day and then a thought comes, you're going to be like, wait a second, this does not align. I'm not going to think this thought, you know, because right. you know that it is not right. And that only happens if we're putting truth in front of our faces every day, every, you know, every time that we, um, just need to be reminded of that it's, it's right there. Um, and that's how we do battle. Right. I agree. So I'm going to take another right turn and I want you to share a little bit about, um, how you're cleaning out your medicine cabinets, what led you, uh, to do that. And, um, and I love 
we've talked about not having the perfectionist mindset because you can go a little crazy um, <laughs> trying to get rid of toxins, of course. But um, we do talk on the podcast to our listeners about um, holistic living. And so I'm just curious what led you to start cleaning out your medicine cabinet and what you're doing um, in replacement of those things. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. And you and I talked a little bit about this the other day, but um, well, one of the big things, you know, Dr. Mark Sherwood, um, he's a a great doctor here in Oklahoma, came and spoke at, at our church gathering recently. That was definitely one huge inspiration for me, although I can't say that's the only place. Um, but after hearing him speak about our relationship with the earth and the things that God's given us, I mean, he's given us everything we need for godly living, for sustaining ourselves and for health. Um, I just really felt inspired as you, have you ever learned something new and then you just can't unknow it? Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, okay, now, now I know this, what am I going to do with this? Cause we're always we're all always learning new things, or at least I, I hope everyone is uh, striving to gain more truth and knowledge. And so as I do that and I learn things, you know, what are in these medications, um, it's really pretty simple. Um, I know that medications, I, I like to always believe the best in people that, you know, even the people who created medicines, you know, that they had the best interest in mind. But over time, we're not where we used to be. We don't live in, you know, (laughs) the 1800s anymore, you know? And so modern medicine now, uh, when you really look at and do your, do your homework on, um, the benefits, but then you also have to weigh those pros and cons every time. What are the cons? What are the possible side effects? And so really, um, if you really do trust that the Lord's given us everything that we need, um, it's caused me to do further research to go, okay, Lord, what have you given us? Because I've always relied on, you know, Tylenol or whatever, you know, you might have in your medicine cabinet, just the normal things that people have that they use. Um, and just even finding out the ways that they make them and how they test them and what's really in there. And so I don't want to put my trust in that. I feel like as I follow the Holy Spirit more and more, he's just purging different areas of my life. It just happens to currently be medicine. And so Uh, Again, as iron sharpens iron and people share truth and knowledge, Dr. Mark Sherwood and and others have um, graciously shared their knowledge and have poured into me to where I I don't ever feel that I can take knowledge and then just do nothing with it. I feel like when you gain truth and knowledge, it should move you to action Mm -hmm. uh, to do something. What are you going to do with the knowledge that you have? Are there changes that need to be made? And again, not to move towards perfection, but to move towards the best that I can, I can, you know, do for myself and for my family is what I'm thinking of. So, um, there's recipes, you know, for lots of homemade, um, if you didn't know, you know, homemade cough syrups. And, um, I even had a recipe recently for hydroxychloroquine, which again, Mm -hmm. these are medicines that people may take for, you know, major, uh, major health issues, uh, like COVID for example, but, there are medicines that are all natural that have no side effects that you could take daily for building your immune system um, that won't have side effects. So, you know, someone might say, well, you can't take Tylenol every day because it might, you know, kill your, your kidneys and your liver. And, and I agree with that. Um, but, you know, natural medicines, you can actually take even preventatively without side effects. So I think it's so wonderful. Um, just, I just feel excited about all the new things I'm learning and it's moving me to action. I mean, I had my pots and pans out the other night and my husband, 
he's so gracious with me because I always have these new projects that I'm working on. And he said, okay, what are you up to this time? And he'll often say, is that even legal what you're doing there? Because he, he's concerned, you know, <laughs> but he's pretty great with letting me try all these new crazy things. And it's, it's actually a lot of fun. And I'm not going to say it doesn't take some work, but once you get to doing it and then the exciting part is you get to share what you learn with other people mm -hmm. and help them do even better. And so again, back to our gifts, when God gives you a gift and gives you knowledge and gives you um, just this information that I, I don't want to keep it to myself. It's just like the gospel. It's the good news. I'm like, Hey, I can help with that. And so trying to share that with other people, um, I don't know. That's just, it's a blessing back to me because I can see the fruit of what someone poured into me and then I'm able to pass it on to others. Mm hmm yeah. Now um, I want to know what you were doing with your pots and pans. <laughs> making the medicines. I had them all you know, okay. on the stoves and I'm boiling and I'm doing all these concoctions here. That's, so, yeah. Okay. That's hilarious. Were you imagining something else like, you know, playing some I didn't some know what you were doing. Yeah. Oh, but that's great. You're like a mad scientist over there. Just like, yeah. It kind of seemed like it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that's great. So cool. Yeah, I have um I've made I make elderberry and I do cough syrup and I do um some different things with like oils. Um yeah. and there are thankfully I feel like there is kind of um an awakening happening and there are even some decent companies that are making things. Yes. Um of course you have to be careful of greenwashing, um, that they're not just saying it's clean. You gotta really read the ingredients, yeah. but well, and I would also encourage people who are like, oh, this is exciting, but I am not that type of person that's going to go and make my medicine. There are so many local farmers markets around that are really popping up right now with people who are like you who make it and sell it. Uh, we yeah. have one down the street. They sell homemade elderberry syrup. Mm -hmm. They sell so many different things. And so mm -hmm. if I, you know, for someone like me where it's like, I just, that's not my gifting. It's not where I'm going to spend my time. I'm going to go support someone else who that is their gifting. And I'm still getting the benefit of a homemade medicine. So mm -hmm. there's also another avenue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. That's yeah. Good. It's really good to see that, um, that people are awakening. Um, you know, my mom shared today that what is the root word for sorcery? Sorcery, the root word. Yeah. yeah. It's like pharmacia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, I don't, they're not even trying to hide that it's, it's sorcery, you know, the pharmaceutical um, industry, while I think it started many, many years ago to help people, um, it has now become an ind industry of greed and it's all about money and power and control. And, and they do want us to get hooked to these things and, um, and they're just band-aids. Right. They don't, they don't hit the root cause of things. Right. You know? Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't feel like the doctors are trained well enough to know the side effects. Um, or if they do know them, uh, they are not telling people these things when they get them started on them. And, um, and then it usually leads to another problem where you just need another sort of drug to uh, band-aid the symptom you're getting from the first drug. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> So yeah. probably don't want to get me started. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's good. You're saying don't get me started. But, you know, mm -hmm. someone came and spoke at our gathering a couple weeks ago and he said, you know, we have a righteous anger for a reason. That righteous anger, you're, you're just getting 
frustrated by things that are not quite right in this world. And so use that to move you to action. And what can you do about that? Yes. Amen. I received that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, one of my favorite quotes is that knowledge isn't actually power. It's the application of knowledge. And so Mm -hmm. it's like what you said, it's, it's moving to action and you don't actually have the power until you do something about uh, what it, you know, about the knowledge that you do have. So I hope that we can spur some people on to taking some action in their life and knowing that it is your life to take action in and no one else is going to do it for you. So, yeah, I agree. And there's so much we can do preventatively. You know, I know that some people are already in a predicament where, you know, their health is on the line and they've got to do something now, you know, the doctor saying do something now because your health isn't looking great. But I, it's so exciting to get to coach people even before they get to that point and show them a way to preventatively, um, you know, the elderberry syrup's a good example. It's something natural that you can take every day for immunity. It's safe for the whole family. My kids take it every day. Um, and then, you know, along with fitness, just being, being able to get moving and not wait until you're in a point of desperation. And it's like, okay, if you don't do something now, then your health is going, going downhill. It's like, what can we do now so that we don't have to face those times? Um, so that's where that's where I'm trying to tackle it is from the front end. Um, you know, when you have people that, you know, you have clients that are afraid of um, getting sick, you know, this is all part of it, getting moving and, um, and not if, just moving in the gym. It's, you know, yeah. getting moving in the kitchen, you know, because that that's a whole nother. We could have a whole nother podcast about what we're putting in our bodies food wise. Um, oh, but, yeah. Well, and I hope that if anything, everything that we've gone through with COVID is waking people up to the fact that you can help prevent sickness. <laughs> and, yes. and the more that we can speak out about that and share the truth and share our passions and our giftings to open people's eyes to that truth, I pray that we're able to, um, because at least people are, well, I say some, some people are questioning more about how can I be a healthy person so that I don't get sick, or if I do get sick, I can fight it off much better. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I am just really thrilled about all the topics we talked about today. Um, So if there's any lucky people that live near UConn, um, they could definitely train with you. Um, But what's the best way for people to connect with you um, online or social media? Yeah, so um, I do have a website. It is seekfirst.com fitness.com. Just like the scriptures, we seek first the kingdom and all the other things are added. So that's Mm -hmm. my inspiration for the name. Or of course, on Facebook, you can also go to seek first fitness. Um, And I keep my schedule there. Um, I do six week camps all year long um, and just train. I, I am a certified personal trainer, but I love coaching in groups just because of the community that we form, the friendships that are built. Um, it just gives people something to belong to. And so I find that that's my favorite way to coach. So, yeah, that's neat. that sounds really fun. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and your knowledge and just your heart. And I think it's going to speak to many and just another layer. We're all on a journey. We're all kind of at different places, but um, if we can each just come together and share our gifts and inspire each other. We're just going to add another layer and continue to build and grow the way God would have us. So I really appreciate you doing that for our listeners. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. It was a, a blessing to be a part and you guys keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure that you are helping so many people and you won't even, uh, we don't often get to always see the, the harvest of, of our labor, but I know that God has is, is blessed you with this gift and this passion. So uh, just keep doing it. You're doing great.